Welcome into the Arrowhead Attic post-game show victory party. Patrick Allen, Matt Verderam, Sterling Holmes here. This post-game victory party is sponsored by Kansas City Beer. The KC Beer Co. at KC Beer Co. on Twitter. Big time supporters of this podcast. Only way to celebrate a Chiefs victory. Check them out. Give them a shout right now. If you've got Twitter open, at KC Beer Co. Give them a shout say i'm celebrating with kc beer even if you don't have any it'll make us look good and we'll get more money from them okay all right let's get into it huge huge victory for the chiefs second half was uh was what the chiefs needed to pull this one out a defense that just got absolutely shredded at times came up clutch with a few big sacks and of course a big big pick six and the chiefs are in lone possession of first place in the afc west boys how we feeling? Let's 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 start with you, Sterling. Kick us off, man. That's a fucking dub. That's two and zero. It's ugly as shit. Offensive line had issues. Play calling was brutal. But when the Chiefs needed it most, what happened? Mahomes came through. The defense Arrowhead stepped up. By the way, there was direct correlation to the defense and the Arrowhead. When Arrowhead was going absolutely insane, what happened? Chris Jones got possessed and was getting after Justin Herbert, which, by the way, props to Justin Herbert. That dude was fucked up, got a way to get it done, great throws on fourth down, give Herbert all the credit in the world. But the Chiefs won, and that's what matters. This is a young team, inexperienced team, a lot of guys, new moving parts. I think we saw that, and I will say very quickly, Spags, for all the shit we've given him in the past for not adjusting – he adjusted in the second half. So let's start there. Okay. They in the second half did two things that really set the stage for them to be able to win that game. Defensively, and really, I actually think it's more credit to the players. They were able to turn up the heat up front. They started out, Corey Lindsley went out. That's part of it. Okay. Trey Pipkins went out, but Trey Pipkins is Trey Pipkins. Like they, they started to get pressure. Chris Jones was an animal in the second half of the game. Carl Loftus played well. Dana played well. Clark played well. Like they, they started to get home. The other thing was, offensively, finally, they started to chip. They started to chip. They started to help on those edge rushes. Not every time, but enough. And I thought the edge rush also, they looked tired by the end of that game. It looked kind. It reminded me of the Super Bowl against the Niners, where the last 10 minutes, the Niners were kind of cooked. I, I, it reminded me a little bit of that. But I thought, I thought the Chiefs, look, let's say what it was. I mean, to me... First of all, give all the credit in the world to Clyde Edwards-Alaire in that game. Yep. The biggest play that was unnoticed, we're going to get to a lot of them, after they after the Chargers dropped that pick, that would have ended the game. Edwards-Alaire caught a swing pass that would have gone for about seven yards. He trucked Derwin James and went for over 20. It was a small play in the game, but it was a big play in the game. And then when they needed to have it and they had to finish the game, look, great blocking too, broke tackles, didn't fumble, ran through a face mask, did a great job. Were they lucky to win the game tonight? Somewhat, they were. But also, you make your own luck. The Chargers dropped two picks right in their hands. The Chiefs got one shot at it. They caught it. Like, that. you could call that luck, but, like, that's executing. It's football. Like, the Chargers had two shots to end that game with picks. They couldn't do it. And Jalen Watson did. It was the biggest play of the night. I think you saw two even teams. Both very talented, and the better team won. Fact of the matter is, the Chiefs made plays, the Chargers didn't. And it, and that's that's the end of the day. And I, I agree with you on CEH, man. Nobody has taken more shit 
from from Chiefs fans than CEH since Ben Neiman left town. Um, I mean, Mr. Sunk cost himself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, eight carries for 74 yards and 9.3 average. Obviously, he had the long 52 yard run. He caught a couple balls as well, four for 44 yards. The dude made he made some big plays for the Chiefs in this game. He made he made a block on one of the one of the ones that ended up being a penalty where he came in and, and helped out the tackle and made a big block. That dude has come to play this year and and he didn't he hasn't forgotten about some of his past struggles with the fumble man. As soon as as soon as he got that football, I, I I tweeted it was like he was holding his newborn baby in his hands and rightfully so. And he kept that he kept that going all the way down. Absolutely fantastic as Adam Best joins us after some technical difficulties and leaves immediately. He made it in. He's mad. He's bitter because he, he was a big CEH hater as well. And I mean, I'm just jacked up. If you guys had as much fun at the end of that game as we did, you could have had even more fun if you were with us in the private discord. We were chopping it up the whole game, melting down, arguing. It was fantastic. If you like Chiefs content, if you like this podcast and you want to get in on the Chiefs community that we're building here, consider becoming a member, get access to our private Discord, all that stuff. We'd love to celebrate with you, get to know some of you in the Discord. We had a blast watching the game together tonight. Um, so check that out. Link in the description. We got a super chat from Daniel. Uh, Spag seems to make adjustments in the second half to get more pressure. It came down to turnovers and Mahomes being patient is refreshing. Sterling? I want to say this was kind of what I was alluding to. Great job, Daniel. I, I appreciate you bringing that up as well as the super chat. Thank you. They did change it up in the second half. For as much as we ripped on Spags with the Jamar Chase game, where Chavarius Ward was Don't just talk getting about that. Ever. Okay, but no. I think, hey, Vernon, it's fair. It happened. We're moving past. Okay, twenty twenty two. Chiefs are two and zero. This is what was happening, though, in this game. Fucking Mike Williams was prime Calvin Johnson, mossing everyone out there. At times, instead of sending five, six guys, he confused Herbert by dropping eight into coverage, only rushed three. That was a noticeable difference that we've not seen from Spags. To me, even the final play of the game, they doubled Mike Williams, basically tripled him. They said we're not getting beat by Mike Williams in the second half. So yes. if we're yeah. if we're gonna if we're gonna rip on Spags for when Holy he fucks fact. up, I want to give him at least some due when he does a good job. And there were some good adjustments from him in the second half. Yes. Totally agree with you on that. That's a great point. You're right. Like they they took him away, which we all couldn't figure out why they didn't do that in the first half of the game. They did a, they did a great job on Williams. The other part of this too, look, offensively, like I said, they chipped. And I've seen a lot of people in the chat say, "Well, Mahomes got outplayed by her." You're right. He did. He did. And they missed a million tackles and on and on and on. I, I could point out 20 things they did wrong tonight. But you know what? That's also kind of to the point. They played a really good team tonight. I think most people would say that team's the top five team in the NFL. Okay? I know I do. I haven't fit in my power rankings personally. That's a really good football team. Both teams were missing guys that mattered. They went out. They played hard. The Chiefs did not play well. I mean, if you want to – like, would you guys agree that game was probably like a C, a C-plus maybe for them? Yeah. They were Tough. not good. They were not good. And that and that grade's mostly carried by their defense. Okay. And they still won. They still beat them. Like, and they really, I mean, look, they're up by 10 points at the two minute warning. Like, they beat them. I get the cheat. Like, that's the kind of game that people say, well, they should have played better. They know that, but they won. Like, that's what they won. And you know what? Patrick said it earlier, and it's bang on. When they needed to make a play, they did it. And when the Chargers needed to, they didn't. 
And that's a lot of times when teams get this good and they're this close, that's football. That's the difference. Like, that's the way it goes. The Chargers had two shots to end that game. Two shots. If Samuel catches either one of those, he's gone on the one. And the other one, they have the ball at the 25-yard line. He dropped them both. Jalen Watson's a kid who shouldn't even be out there by all rights. He's a seventh-round rookie. He had one shot, caught it, went the entire line to the field. How many times have we seen Brady do this, right? I mean, over and over and over again. Everybody loads up to beat Brady. goes in. He doesn't have a great game. Everybody's cheering against the Patriots. You think that they're going to lose. And then that somebody on defense makes a play. And then all the haters go on Twitter and are like, Brady had a bad game. He sucks. I'm sure he's now, worried about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Brady's worried about it. And I'm sure Mahomes is going to be worried about it. He got them the scores when they needed to get them. And another thing we got to consider. They looked fantastic last week, but they are a new offense. They have a lot of new pieces. He's getting on the same page. They're running some of these concepts and some of these things for the first time ever against real competition. He's getting on the same page with Juju, the same page with MVS. He he has a huge touchdown pass to Watson, right? Another brand new guy into this. How, How much confidence must a game like this be giving guys like Clyde Edwards Alaire and Justin Watson? I mean, it, it's it's huge. It's huge for those guys to be stepping up. And I think we're going to see as the season goes on that this is what we all thought it was going to be, a true team where anybody can hurt you. Guys are going to step up and they're going to wait for their chance to make plays. Tonight it was Edwards Alaire and Watson. Next week – oh, by the way, also, McCole Hardman, another much-hated, taking crap from Chiefs fans all the time, had a terrific game for Kansas City. In this one. And that's the second game in a row where he seemed to be showing a little bit more. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Chemistry. Oh, chemistry. He when he got yeah, hurt, yeah. I didn't think he was coming back in the game. Yeah. Yeah. As, uh, Adam Best joins us. Adam, give us your uh, your 50,000 foot view thoughts. Man, the craziest thing just happened to me. I was about to watch the onside kick. I had the most reliable internet I've ever had in my life. And it goes out before the onside kick happens. So ever since then, I know the chiefs won, but for a second there, I was just, so didn't really get to celebrate, but I was impressed with how the chiefs really took some shots to the mouth. Uh, their defense struggled. The offense struggled. The play calling was off. The offensive line was really not in their element and they rallied. They rallied. They got the, the, the crowd back in the game. I think that Justin Watson touchdown was a defibrillator for the crowd. It really brought Arrowhead back from, from a pretty deep snooze there. And after that moment, the crowd was rocking. The defense looked like a different defense. Uh, Mahomes started to look like himself. Uh, thank God that wasn't an interception that was dropped early in the game, but this is the kind of game that great teams win and uh, pretenders find a way to lose. We got a couple new members. I just want to shout them out. Uh, welcome to the crew, uh, to uh, to Adam Potter and Kansas Hot Dog sixty nine. Nice. Um, and we got a we got a super again. If you guys want to hang out with us in the Discord, it was so much fun tonight. Uh, was it was it was the liveliest it's ever been during a game as the crew continues to grow. And of course, if you want to get something out, uh, we got the super chat option as well. If you want to support the show, Nate S says credit to Herbert. He can barely lift his left arm and is dropping dimes down the middle of the field. But the Chiefs are the Chiefs. This team battles. Agreed. That strike by Herbert, like after he got, he was getting knocked all over the place. 
I mean, that was that was a fantastic throw. <laughs> it's just you've got to respect the dude. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like that the Chargers have a good quarterback, but you got to respect that dude. I watched him last year taking hits against the Raiders, and is like it was like a zombie. Just kept coming back. Just kept getting up, dusting himself off. Be fourth and thirteen, he'd make a play. The dude can ball, um, but I still want fifteen when it comes down to it. And fifteen got the win. Dude couldn't walk one yard, and then all of a sudden, literally, he could have walked for the one yard and just goes, now, nah, fuck it, I'm throwing it away. Fourth yeah. and one, and then just drops a fucking stripe. Absolute dime. You know what? All the credit in the world to Herbert. Herbert, by the way, like, if people, like, I don't understand, and, and every fan base, by the way, with a great quarterback does this. Like, if, if you credit another guy, it's like an affront to your guy. Like, oh, Herbert's awesome. Herbert is an unbelievable player. Like, that throw he made on the last drive on fourth down, that's one of the most ridiculous throws I've ever seen. Like, the guy has maybe broken ribs and gunned it, like, 35 yards on a rope. You can't even give crap to Kansas City. They're in perfect coverage. Like, there's nothing you can do. They, they double-covered him. It was an unbelievable throw. But that said, listen, Herbert played well tonight. But the Chiefs secondary, he threw for a lot of yards. He only threw for seven yards in attempt. The Chiefs actually held held on. By the way, Jeff, he, he was hurt, man. I mean, my God. Let's Come on, give him credit <laughs> where he's due. The guy is yeah. – I would not be shocked if he comes out of his broken ribs. I hope he doesn't for yeah. his sake. He, they hit him, and, and oh, they were clean hits, but they hit him hard. And you know what? He, he had to throw that ball to the dirt because his – He couldn't throw. I mean, he, he yeah. throw. I got to tell you, and I don't know if, how you guys feel about this. If that was the other way around and Mahomes, God forbid, was hurt like that, I would have been screaming at the Chiefs to get him out of the game. I, yeah. I mean, you're down 10 points in a game. Like I get it. You could have had a miracle. I would have put Chase Daniel in the rest of that night and just said, you know what? We're, we're probably losing anyway. Like, what if he had ever gotten hit again and, like, that's it? Like, he's out for two months or something. I, that all said, you know what? The Chiefs secondary, I thought, in the second half played very, very well. I know they gave up that, that – I don't want to say garbage time, but that driver they were trading time for points. I, I, they only gave up seven yards in attempt, and the, the Chargers only ran for uh, – I'm going to pull it up real quick. It was not a lot of yardage. It was 75, 3.1. 3.1, that's what I was looking for, was the average. Yeah. They, I mean, Edwards Alaire on, on his own ran for 74 on eight carries, by the way. So kudos to the Chiefs for stepping up in the second half of the game and putting the clamps on the Chargers. Look, they had to hold them time and again. They did it. I mean, that, that to me is the takeaway I have from this game is their defense. Go ahead. I was going to say, can we also stop with the young guys? I mean, fucking yeah. Jalen Watson, Justin Watson, George Karloftis, Brian Cook obviously had two very – Poor decisions with those two penalties, but even George Karloftis played smart. Well, the numbers might not show up in the box score. If you watched him, you go, that's a very experienced rookie. That's someone who knows where to be, didn't take the bait. And I think it's very impressive just seeing how far along he he's going in only his second game in the NFL. And that was a, I mean, that was a tall order being on Williams oftentimes in man-to-man coverage. He did a fantastic job. Again, hats off to Williams, too. Some of the things that the Chargers had to do to, to make this a game, I mean, that catch by Mike Williams in the end zone was completely ridiculous. It was like a magic trick. The coverage was perfect, reaches down, catches it with one hand. But I'm excited about this Chiefs defense for what they can do in the future. Number one, early last season, they were getting ran all over by everybody. They come up against Austin Eckler, who has torn them up in the past held him to 14 carries for 39 yards. That's a 2.8 average. And they even uh, did a pretty good job in the passing game as well. So to, to see them be able to stand up against the run, 
when that was something that the Chargers were going to need to do tonight with uh, Keenan Allen out. That's fantastic news. And I just think as the season, I mean, do we all agree as this season goes on, this young defense, like they're, you know, some of the missed tackles, some of the mistakes by Willie Gay, like those should start to clean up. I was going to say that Willie Gay, you could already see some uh, improvement from last week in recognition. There were a couple of screens early in the game that he corralled. And even on his miss, he was coming through like a bullet train and, and just, you know, couldn't bring Eckler down. But he was in the right place. And I think you're already seeing improvement week to week. Uh, and that's what you want to see. I was also going to add that Leo Chanel is another rookie that early in the game, he had a pressure. It was good to see him out there with the starters. If he can help the Chiefs generate pass, you know, pressure and, and a pass rush, that's going to be big for them as the season uh, advances. I wanted to say quickly on on Gay, um, and I, I agree with Adam. Look, he missed a couple tackles tonight, so like people will focus on that. And fairly, fair enough. Like you got to make those tackles. He's actually sometimes too fast for his own damn good. Okay, he's so fast mm-hmm. he doesn't break down to make the tackle. But there were so many plays tonight that he just blew up because they just couldn't get away from him. I mean, how many times did he just drill somebody within two yards of the line of scrimmage or behind it, right? And I will live with a missed tackle or two, although I hope he cleans it up. If you're going to give me five, six plays where you just you just end the play, and in a lot of ways you, you make the drive much harder on the other team, I thought he played really well tonight. But let's also say this. The best player on the defense tonight consistently is Chris Jones. Chris Jones, who had his struggles with Zion Johnson, their first-round rookie, who, give him credit, played really well. They started moving Jones around on Filer. Jones destroyed Filer. I destroyed him. Filer looked like me trying to block him. Okay? They, that, was, that was a game-changing adjustment. They moved him to the other side. All of a sudden, they're getting pressure like crazy. Jones had two sacks in the game. He had a batted pass. He was everywhere. He was everywhere. He had a huge third down stop late in the fourth quarter. I thought, like, you could talk about all the different stuff in this game. Their defense last year was atrocious early. Atrocious. This defense gave up seven real points in Arizona last week. Again, say whatever you want against a team that can score points. Then they come back in this game, and until they're playing prevent, give up 17 points against the Chargers. It's not always the prettiest thing in the world, but like for a young defense to play that well, I'll tell you right now, there was no way in hell they were giving up 17 points last year to the Chargers with that defense. Okay, I mean, they played well. If they continue to play that well and they, they, they limit the missed tackles, they continue to evolve in this scheme, I think this defense could be a really good defense. They showed me a lot in the second half of this game. Verderman, wouldn't you also say that's a ode to the – defensive staff coaching staff and spags by moving him off of the rookie because we all assumed against the rookie he was getting stonewalled and i'm sitting here going how the hell are you not beating this rookie Corey lindsley's out and all of a sudden you're not getting any pressure they moved him i want to give some credit to spags again again i'm not i i've had my fair share of the whole fire spag he's pissing me off this that and the other but again if i'm going to be so angry at him for the first half uh, got a couple of shout outs to get to here. Um, TBT Chiefs football. Uh, it, hey, it's your boy, Jaden Lawler. Happy as hell CEH has arrived. D stepped up and the Watsons got it done. We got a new member, Daniel. Shout out to Dallas Dunn. Thanks y'all for the amazing postgame pods each week. You got it, brother. Um, shout out to Anthony, uh, Arvin, uh, and D Cali as well for the super chats. Um, yeah, man, look, this was a tough, this was a hard game. And I, and I tried to I tried to prep everybody for that in the pregame, right? Where I said like, this is not going to be last week. It's just not. This is a, this is a really good team. And it, it was even even I was just kind of startled 
at how formidable this Chargers defense is is going to be. I mean, they are they've got guys everywhere. I mean, just absolute stars all over the place. Bosa's wreaking havoc. Kyle Van Noy's a really good play, player. They got Tillery. They've got, you know what I mean? Like Derwin James, Drew Tranquil, like JC Jackson, Asante Samuel. They've got guys all over the place. I will say this. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. The Chiefs also did themselves no favors with that game plan. The first half of that game was just ridiculous. I mean, it was almost like Brendan Staley went to Andy and said, Andy, listen, we'd appreciate it if you'd, if you'd play the game like this. Anyway, you got it. Awesome. I'm, I'm down. Let's do it. Let's see if we can make this as hard as humanly possible. If they play them again, I feel like you'll see a completely different game plan. I mean, it just made no sense. But again, the one thing I'll say for the Chiefs in this game, and it is the mark of a great team. It truly is. Whether you want to talk about the 80s, 90s, the 90s, Cowboys, whatever, the Pats, when they needed big plays in the game, they found a way to get them. Third and 10. They're down 17 to 7. They're out of field goal range. Mahomes steps up in the pocket and delivers the best throw he made all night long. A perfect throw down the middle to Justin Watson. Then they come back. They, you know, they tie the game. They they can't get in the end zone. I actually thought Reed made the right decision, by the way, kicking that field goal. I know a lot of people probably are going nuts. I, they couldn't get in. I mean, they, they they were so bad up front at the point of attack. I think they were right to kick it. They kick it. The Chargers come down, look for all the world, they're going to take a lead in the game. And Watson makes the biggest play of the night. I mean, and look, and people will say, yeah, well, you know, they were like, that's bullshit. He wasn't lucky. Like, Asante Samuel dropped two picks. That's his fucking problem. Jalen Watson had one shot, caught it, went 100 yards the other direction. Like, it's not luck. It's 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 execution. And they executed. The, do I think? I, by the way, I think Asante Samuel's a really good player. He just had a bad night, dropped two picks. He did. But when Jalen Watson got his shot, he made a great break on the ball. And by the way, should be said, that play was set up by, by Willie Gay beating Eckler's block. He blitzed up the gut. He defeated the block. He got in Herbert's face, and Herbert had to drop his arm angle down and throw it around them. And when he threw it around them, he threw it inaccurately, and Watson was right there to pick the ball off. So, And on the return, about eight Chiefs were giving him a convoy down the sideline. So it was a team effort. Watson made the biggest part of the play, but Gay made that play because he forced him to throw it quicker than he wanted, and it was inaccurate. Boom, there you go. I see some people in the chat pointing this out, and I think we would be remiss not to talk about it. Tommy Townsend. Six punts, 333 Amazing. yards. He, he obviously had the huge 74-yard uh, punt that rolled. Uh, one touchback, three times pinned the Chargers inside the 20. When the defense is struggling a little bit and giving up some chunk plays, boy, does that extra 20 yards make a difference, that extra 10 yards. Tommy Townsend with a terrific game. 100% agree. And also Amendola, welcome to KC. Here's to you. Yeah, beer's on us. If you hit if you hit the power and light district tonight, <laughs> as he should, whenever Butker's back, he's gone. Might as well live it up. Your your one, two, max, probably three weeks here in KC. Live it up the best you can. I mean, how often do you have guys who are filling kickers shank a kick? We see guys who are stall fucking Rodrigo Blankenship for the Colts just got cut, and everyone thought he was a really solid kicker, right? Yeah. Kicking's fucking hard, way harder than one thinks. I know they have one job, but it's not that easy. Bucker just makes it look easy from the majority of the time. So give a shout out to Amendola stepping in one week notice, few days notice, four days, comes in, drills it. Good for him. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube right now and there's a lot of you, do us a favor, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed to this channel, what are you waiting for? 
Uh, we've got tons of content coming out on a pretty much a daily basis. We had a pregame show today. We had a halftime show today. Obviously, you're watching the Victory Party right now, the Chiefs postgame show. You got to make sure you're subscribed to Arrowhead Addict. If you want to join, we'd love to have you as a sing member, see in the Discord, see at all the special events. And of course, again, smash that subscribe button, slam the thumbs up, and uh, get some more Chiefs fans in here to celebrate with us. Let's talk a little bit about Mahomes. So a little bit of an uneven game by him, right? Made some mistakes. That one he threw over the middle where he was anticipating the rush, threw it right to the guy, didn't get it. Is this just, what do you guys think? Is it settling into the new system, combination of, you know, this really, like, the, the, they're coming after him. I mean, those guys up front, Bosa and, and those boys. What do you think? O-line struggled for the first time like hard struggled Creed Humphrey. We've not seen a performance like this from him. Uh, obviously Trey Smith wasn't hundred percent. Andrew Wiley had his toughest matchup, probably going to have one of his touch- toughest matchups all season long. And we all, we all knew Wiley was going to be the uh, weaker of the offensive line or Brown jr. Had an up and down game, Joe Tooney. I actually didn't hear much from, so that's good for Joe Tooney, but this was a struggle for the most part for this offensive line. They also went up against an extremely good team in the Chargers. That defensive front's fantastic. Derwin James had a hell of a game, especially against Travis Kelsey. I don't know what Kelsey's final number final numbers were. I saw 33 yards receiving. 55, uh, I think. Okay, so ended with 51. It's just one of those situations where Derwin James did a great job, so Mahomes' safety route's gone. His quick route's gone. And they're getting pressure with four guys. The offensive line struggled. That's the ma- the majority of what I'm trying to say here. They did. Uh, they didn't play well. Somehow they only gave up one sack, which is not indicative of the pressure that was in that game. But you know what? I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I think, and, and I'm as guilty as anybody of this. We make too much of like, well, you know, like they looked amazing against Arizona, so they're going to look amazing against the Chargers. That football is not like that, right? Football is not that football. I mean, this this is sound. This is gonna sound really dumb, but it's just the truth. Football is seventeen separate games. These games don't bleed into one another. You know, basketball is a different deal. Hockey can be a different deal. Baseball, you have a different pitcher. You know, football, the players are the same, but the styles are different. You may play one team one week that plays a lot of zone. You may play another team that plays man. They all have different strengths. They all do different things. Everybody's personnel is different, and so they annihilated the Cardinals with their offense. This game was different. The Chargers bring a much different test. They're a much better team up front. The Chargers, I think, probably surprised the Chiefs, and they blitzed a lot tonight. The Chargers came after Kansas City. I think that probably surprised them. There were a lot of things in the game that I'm sure the Chiefs are going to look at the film tomorrow and go, yeah, we got we to gotta clean that up. I'm going to say this as succinctly as I can. I don't give a shit. They won the game. Like In the NFL, that's all that matters. They could come back next week and hang 50 on Indianapolis. You don't like. You don't know. I'm not predicting it, but you don't know. All that matters is they won. And for everybody's like, well, Juju and MVS did crap. You know what? And neither one of them go for 150 yards next week. That's the nature of football. It happens all the time. Like, I, to me, w- did you have a big injury, which by all accounts, like Dana sprayed, it, sprained his calf. Other than that, nobody got hurt significantly. So you didn't have a big injury. And you beat a division rival. Who cares? What do I care? You think, you think the Chargers are getting on the plane tonight? I go, man, you know what? <laughs> got a lot of pressure, boys. Crack open the crystal. <laughs> like they lost. They don't, I, nobody yeah. gives a shit. Like they're gonna get. Look, the Chiefs are gonna go in. They're gonna make the corrections. They're gonna file away. Hey, when we play him again, we got to do this, this, and this differently. Mahomes is gonna say, "God, I played awful. Thanks for bailing me out. Appreciate it." Because that's probably gonna happen once a season. Like, what do they care? They don't care. 
you think the, you think when they got when they beat Buffalo in the playoffs last year, they got in there like, man, you, think, you know, we didn't deserve to win that game because they kicked it through the end zone. Who cares? They kicked it through the end zone. Like that football is a different deal. It's only 17 games. You win, you get out of there. If you're healthy, that's all that counts. They're two and oh, they're leading the division because Denver went to Seattle and and basically just pissed down their leg in that game. Which, by the way, that's a perfect microcosm of what I'm talking about. Denver outplayed Seattle all game long, but they lost. They didn't make winning plays. They fumbled twice. And you get these people are like, well, you know, they're, they're, Seattle's lucky. Who cares? They beat them. Like, what, what difference does it make? So the Chiefs did what they had to do tonight. They made enough plays. The Chargers didn't. They're 2 and up. Great tweet from Dane Brugler over the at the Athletic. Uh, three years ago, Jalen Watson was working at Wendy's while he was trying to find somewhere to continue playing football. Tonight, he had a 99-yard interception of Justin Herbert in his second career NFL game. Perseverance would be an understatement. Pretty friggin' cool, right? Yeah. That's badass. Kind of to your point, though, Verderim, if you want to take a easier translation, if you want to compare it to baseball, for example, say you're a starting pitcher. Say you're uh you know, you're Justin Verlander. Sure. You don't have your best stuff. You go seven innings, give up three earned runs. You walk walk five guys, strike out only five dudes. You know, like, it's a struggle. But you come away with a win. You know what you say? I got my bad start out of the way. And we the won. Chiefs got their bad game out of the way, and they won. It was not pretty. Are there things to fix? 100%. But how much have we talked about the youth the inexperience, the new moving parts, the loss of Tyree Kill, of Tyron Matthew, and how it's going to be a struggle early on for Kansas City. This was a struggle. A lot of people probably had the Chargers winning with all of the moving parts. Well, guess what? They got the victory with an ugly game. That is what matters. That's what it comes down to. They took their lumps and still won. I would also say this, Sam in the chat said, you know, Verderam, you're being a fan, you're not being an analyst. Listen, first of all, I, I, I am a fan of the team. Uh, <laughs> second, secondly, like, if you want analysis, I'm, I hopefully I'm giving it to you throughout the course of the show and throughout the course of the podcast. But my point is, Sam, to, to be very blunt, people get too wrapped up. Now, look, they, they have to correct all those things. I'm not sitting here saying they don't have to correct it. You've got to go back. And say, all right, we got to be better. How do we how do we adjust for the next time we play the Chargers? And how do we adjust going forward? Maybe we didn't run the right route combinations. Maybe we had the wrong personnel groupings. And where did we succeed with our personnel groupings? Where did we fail? Right? I mean, you can run down all these these things, right? Of what they have to improve upon. Their tackling wasn't good tonight. The first half. Why did they have to make that adjustment? You know, like why why did Williams get so open in the first half all the time? All these questions have to be answered by the coaching staff, right? And we'll do a film Friday on it next week. And you damn well better believe I'll break that down. All right. But my point is people get too concerned with like, yeah, but it was an ugly win. That's what I'm driving at. There is no such thing in football. You are playing 17 games. Like, okay. If you, a lot of you are baseball fans, think about if the season started on September 10th and they went, all right, pennant race. Yeah. Like, would you care? <laughs> the Royals are in it. Right. <laughs> would, would you care? If, if, if you you were like, man, you know, we had an 8-4 lead in the ninth and we gave up three. No, of course not. Like, you'd be like, we won. We got to get better. But we And I think for the Chiefs, that's the point. I'm not saying they should go in and be just totally satisfied to all get out. But you won. You did, your, you did, you did enough. And I'll tell you what, I, I'd rather take lessons out of, out of a game that you won than walk out and go, man, you know, we really let that one get away. We didn't play well. So that's the point. That's the point. They got to fix all that. But – in the end, you only care as a player, did you win the game or did you lose? They won. 
there's no more victories in the National Football League. Yeah, the Chargers are trying to win too, you guys. Like they're trying to win the game. They really want to win this game. They loaded this team up with talent. They're coming to Arrowhead. They know first place is on the line. They come in here. And yeah, that's when you have two really good teams going at it, sometimes it's going to be ugly. You know what else was a, was it was kind of an ugly game? The Super Bowl. Do you care? Chiefs didn't win pretty when they won the Super Bowl against the 49ers? I certainly don't. Uh, by the way, Adam Teicher uh, on Twitter t- tweeting this out, Jalen Watson just took the podium and said uh, on his touchdown, I didn't know what to do when I got to the end zone. That's why you all just saw me standing there. Just <laughs> hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Field Yates tweeted this out too. The Chiefs are now 22-3 and three with Patrick Mahomes as their starter in AFC West. No quarterback has guided his team to more wins in his first 25 divisional games since the NFL merger in 1970. They've won the AFC West. And you know what? A lot of those divisional wins, they were ugly wins. They weren't pretty. But he's won 22 out of 22 and three in those games. Absolutely fantastic. Mm, it's incredible. And honestly, if you want to put it into more perspective, the Chiefs, what started last year, three and four. Right. And that was with the majority yeah. of the veterans of their guys. We knew there's going to be more moving parts. Again, I keep going back to the youth. Again, what it comes down to is can you win while still building? We saw some good things from the from the rookies like Watson, both Watsons. We saw good things from George Karloftis. We saw some progress from really gay junior. If you're seeing progress in a bad offensive performance, a bad coaching performance that we all expect to get shored up, right? You don't expect Mahomes to have this be his consistent game. You don't expect Andy Reid to call a poor game like this going forward. So if you can win on your worst days, just imagine what's going to happen on the best days. That's where I'm coming from. Verderam, you're saying it perfectly, man. A win's a win. They're trying to win. You don't take moral victories. This isn't fifth grade. You don't get oranges after the game because you got pressures on a guy. You got to win. You win. You win the game. By the way, Jalen Watson, according to uh, Jordan Foote, who everybody's following Twitter, Jalen Watson said, I woke up knowing that I was going to get a pick. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Good for him. Look, again, they need to improve, but it's week two. Like, it's like if, if if this game happened in week 16, like, I'd be a little, I'd be happy still, but I'd be more concerned. I'd be like, all right, look, they got it. They got fixed. Just, I mean, guys, it's September 15th. Like, it's, they, they got a lifetime for the playoffs. And by the way, it is Patrick Mahomes' birthday. It is also Jalen Watson's birthday. So happy birthday. This is, like, to me, you, right now, it's about stacking wins. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to in the league players, coaches, agents, executives. They all, every, and, and this, I've had these conversations a dozen times. Every one of them says, because I've had, hey, look, when, when do you start worrying about how you look compared to what your record is? Every one of them says the same thing. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Day. All we want to do is stack wins. Stack wins, stack wins. And then Thanksgiving, you know what? We figure out hopefully who we are by that point. We played about 10 games. And then you make all the adjustments you need to, and that's what you roll with going forward. And for the Chiefs, look, they just want a big game tonight. They're 2-0. and If they don't get hurt, they're going to the playoffs. Like I don't think they got to work. This is all about winning a Super Bowl. Tonight is week two. That's a huge win toward winning your division. Doesn't guarantee anything. You're now 1-0 in your division, and in my opinion, that's the second hardest game they're going to play in the division. The other one coming at L.A. Because I respect Denver. Denver's not that, that team. I'm sorry. Denver could beat them. I'm not saying Denver couldn't beat them in a game, but like they're not the Chargers. And now if you're the Chiefs, 
bare minimum, you're splitting with them. You got to, you should, you should feel very, very good about where they're headed. Even if they had a game where, yeah, all right, they played a C game and they still won. Go improve next week. This is not. I mean, think about the Chiefs early last season where we were at one and two start, deep pain, disjointed. We were frustrated. Drunk. We were pissed off. A lot of bad vibes on this podcast. Not a lot of fun football. This year, you've already got one blowout, easy victory on the road over a playoff team from last year. Yes. And well, they were not got, a playoff team. They choked like dogs. But yes, almost a playoff team. No, did, did they make the playoff? I thought they made Chargers? the Chargers. No, 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 no. The Cardinals. The easy one oh, against no, the Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals. I thought we were talking about the Chargers who yeah, choked yeah. like dogs in Vegas. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're correct. Yes. Yeah. And then you get and then you get a, a win at home against the preseason darling Chargers. Um, your quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, seven touchdowns and no interceptions. You've put up 44 points and 27 points in these two games with a brand new offense and a ton of new players. And you've still got, you've got two road games now against Correct. Indy and Tampa Bay. And, uh, and then you got to go play Vegas at home and then Buffalo's coming to town. So, I mean, you want this two and O start. So the Chiefs should, you should be feeling really good, really good. Uh, we got a couple, we got a super chat. Uh, JC chief says most quarterbacks need to be perfect just to beat Mahomes, even on his off games. That's a great point, man. I mean, not a great game from Mahomes. It was a solid game. Made some mistakes. Made a few great he, plays. He was not good. Yeah, I mean, he, 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 had some, he had moments. He had moments, and he had some bad moments. I would say uneven is what I would call it. Yeah. Bad for him. Bad for him. Bad for him. Uneven's fair. I mean, he threw, he threw a couple of balls. Flat out should have been picked off. I mean, he, he did not play particularly well. Even the throw to Fortson. In the end zone, that would have been an easy touchdown, but he decided to try and hum it in there. It was weird. He should have just lofted it, it up. in the back pylon. Yeah, it would have been it would have been six. I'm with you. I, but again, how many games is he going to play like crap this year? Realistically, two maybe. Like if you're really though, they just played one of them and won. I, I to me, that's what matters. I don't. Again, they need to correct all this stuff. It's it's September fifteenth. Like I, who cares? Win the games right now. Win the games. When you know, like for, we were just talking about last year, right? They started out three and four. They look like crap, and then they started to win. But they beat the Giants. They looked awful in that game offensively. They beat the Packers. They would never have won that game if Rodgers had played. And they beat Dallas. And they played great defensively. But they're awful on offense. And then they got going. And were you really like when they were when they were putting up eight thousand yards on Buffalo in the playoffs? Was anybody like, yeah? But they looked like shit against the Giants. So you know, that's it. Fold it. <laughs> Who cares? You make the adjustment as the year goes on. They did not play their best game, but they won it. And again, look, we're focusing on Mahomes. I'm focused on their defense. That defense in the second half of the game, when they had, to, I mean, when the offense wasn't helping them out and it was time and again, and they just kept slamming the door. That's big time. You know how many teams are going to hold the Chargers to 17 points for the first 59 minutes this year? That was a, that was a great effort. They played, especially for a team that's got a million new guys and moving parts and all the rest of it. That like their their whole game to me was a CC plus. The second half of the defense was an A. They played great the second half of that game. And now, little mini buy ten days. Right. Andy Reid off of buy incredible little ten days for Andy to get scheming. Hopefully, a better game plan than what it was the first half of this game. I do want to talk about the WWE throwdown from oh, Derwin God. James on Travis Kelsey. I've seen it a lot in the chat. We see you all, so let's yes. touch on that now. I did think that was a flag. I've seen that called before. 
it was a quarterback who picked up a wide receiver and did that. And it was flagged for unsportsmanlike or 15 yard unnecessary roughness. I don't know if there's an official rule in the, in the rule book where it's like, Hey, you can't, you know, stone cold stun someone, but I don't know what your guys' thoughts are, but I, I thought that was a flag based on what I've seen in the past. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing uh was it a Raiders player get flagged for suplexing Jamal Charles? Remember that over on the sideline that one time? It was Denver. It was, it was, it was Denver. Denver. Yeah, it was, I remember that game. Yeah. It was like a perfectly executed WWE suplex. Yeah, I mean, look, that was scary. I don't want to see Kelsey taking hit, hits like that. I thought he was going into the end zone there for a second, um, and he, he seemed to be up in the air for a lot longer than I was than I was comfortable with. Don't want to see the guy taking hits like that uh, ever again. We need him. He was huge today for the Chiefs. And is right about that defense, man. Six passes defended, eight quarterback hits. Yeah. Eight. And a lot of that came in the second half. If they don't start getting after her, like Herbert was rattled. And not just before he got hit in the ribs. Like they were starting to punch through that Chargers offensive line. They were finding their ways in. And that's a good sign. Um, two sacks uh, from Chris Jones, of course. You know who I didn't see a lot of? was Frank Clark. Any thoughts on Frank Clark's performance? <laughs> he looks slow to me, man. Like Dude, he looked, he looked I mean, slow getting off the ball. I mean, come on. If you bought all the off season hype, all that, you know, I got a bridge to sell you. It, <laughs> it is what it is. We've seen him year in and year out. There's no reason why another year in, he's all of a sudden going to be different. I appreciated him owning up in the off season. I appreciated him saying, you know, I'm cutting out alcohol, but no one in age, how old is he now? Whatever age he is, is he all of a sudden going to break? Out? Is, he, is he going to, which somehow seems younger than I would have expected? How is he all of a sudden going to break out in his year twenty nine season? No, I, I. We should expect this is who he is. This was a poorer game for Frank Clark. He might still have a game there left in him, but it's not going to be some consistent domination from Frank Clark. And if you expect that, you frankly should not. <laughs> I'm not sure we ever got domination from Frank Clark. No. We got Frank Clark dominance for about four games in January. And I'll tell you what, I still think it was worth it for that alone. Yep. Sure. They don't they do not win the Super Bowl without him. I'll fight anybody to death over that. That being said, yeah. I mean, look, I, I actually thought he was a little better than you guys are giving him credit for tonight. I thought he played okay. Um, but yeah, look, at this point in time, he's probably like the fourth best defensive line. I I think that's fair. Look, I, I think when you look at this game, the, the the you know, when you're looking back on it in two months, assuming the Chiefs are, you know, healthy and playing well. The two things you're going to remember the most is the result, number one. But two, you're going to remember that play by Jalen Watson. And I, I come back to that because to me, that's the kind of play, he's a young kid making his first start. That kind of play is going to give you confidence going forward. And I think sometimes confidence is a weird thing. If you don't have it, you, you can be really talented, but if you don't have confidence, you're not going to succeed. You're not in life. But you might not be the most talented guy. And I'm not saying Watson's not talented. I'm just saying you can – sometimes maybe you're an average talent. And, and this is true of teams, by the way, as well. But you just believe you're going to win. You believe something's going to go right. You believe you're going to make a play. And, like, I'm not a big, like, you know, like, speak it no existence guy, which I'm sure is shocking to everybody. But you <laughs> – but, like – you got a dream board somewhere, dude. Yeah, Come yeah. on, Vertorim. I know you have one back there. It's like you've like a Ferrari, like some collectible. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But the, but the point is, when you believe, like when you truly believe in something, and you're like, I, I don't, I'm going to make a play. I'm going to do it because you've had the experience of making plays. You you do. I, I look back at the 13 seconds game. That is the epitome of that. How many teams really would have believed? Like, all right, we we can get in field goal range here, right? Like, how many teams? They do 
all their experiences are like, we're going to get in field goal range. And they did it. And then they ended up winning the game. I think with Watson now, like, if, and this is true even for the whole defense. If they get backed up, there's going to be this belief of like, hey, we're not letting them in. We've done it before. They need to play better in a lot of ways. I think that play is something that not only Watson can build on, but the defense can build on. A lot of times you get that close to the end zone, like guys just walk in. I mean, it's just it's the way it is. They didn't walk in there. I, I give I give not only Watson, but the defense a lot of credit for stiffening there. Completely turn the game. Completely turn the game on that play. Hilarious from Patrick Mahomes at the podium. Uh, he says, I'm sure uh, he was talking about his uh, his almost pick, and the dropped interception, and he said, I'm sure PFF will have me at a low grade for that. Last <laughs> <thing he> said, <laughs> oh, it's amazing. They're dead. That's oh it. They just might as well just they might as well just sell the company, fire sale, everybody quit and oh, go that's home. That's hilarious. He just buried them. Uh, absolutely incredible. See, this is Mahomes. Oh, he hears everything. He, he hears everything. He hears everything. He knows what's going on out there. His wife's all over social media. Like, he knows. He knows about this stuff. It gets back to him. He's super petty. And 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 frankly, after seeing their PFF grades last week, he'll probably be number one this week. <laughs> that I mean, is hilarious. It's I mean, it's really, really fucking funny. <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, again, PFF, they're not always horrible, but in this one situation, they were extremely horrible. I don't think Patrick is out here scouring Twitter like a few former Chiefs players were. Uh, but I do think he sees a lot of these things. When he held up the four fingers, I mean, Petty Patrick is not a guy you want to go up against. No. That's a guy who's well-rounded, high IQ. That's and when so he sees funny. these things, he's out to bury you. The funny thing is, like, he didn't even do that tonight because he didn't play particularly well. But it's just like, he doesn't care. He's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm still going to shove in your face. Like they, and, and by the way, again, like Mahomes knows. I mean, he's going to drive home tonight and be like, you know, I, I could have played better. I need to play better. But he's Patrick Mahomes. Like, I, like I'm i sure he's not going home and being like, well, I'm trash now. That's it. Like, they, well, I mean, we won. Thank you to our defense. Right. And listen, as bad as Mahomes was at times tonight, you know, he also made a couple of huge plays that, that kept drives alive, that, you know, the throw to Watson for the touchdown. Like, I think the Chiefs, because of so many new parts, they're going to have to sort out a lot of what they're going to do, both in play calling and in personnel groupings and everything. And I think we maybe got a little flummoxed by the fact that they just killed the Cardinals and it was like, it was so easy for them that it became like, well, this is what they're going to do. I I just think the Chiefs, like, it might take a month or two. It might. It might take a month or two. They're just kind of figuring this out. You know, I remember the year, unfortunately, when the Bucs beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers are kind of like that early in the season. They were seven and five, you know, and, and people are like, is Brady done? They don't look good. And then they kind of found themselves, ironically, in the second half of that game against Kansas City in the regular season. They kind of found it and they never lost again. Like sometimes, you know, like Buffalo is going to start, Buffalo's got the same team, just like the Chiefs have had for years, right? Like in the Chiefs offensively, would always just start out like gangbusters. It's going to take a little bit. And against a team like the Cardinals, like I'll, I'll tell you right now, I think in week five, they play the Raiders, they're going to baptize them. Because they just can't stop them. The Chiefs are just going to throw all over the field. Okay. But it's going to take a little bit of time. And I'll tell you, line me up, if they're not playing well early, but they're winning, especially against this schedule, count me in. That's fine. And figure it out as October and November roll into December. I've got the audio 
from Patrick Mahomes here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to play it, see it, uh, get the best sound quality I can here. All right, here we go. I'm sure PSS will have me a low grade for that, but uh, I'll keep it rolling. <laughs> One more time. I'm sure PSS will have me a low grade for that, but uh, I'll keep it rolling. <laughs> He's the GOAT. That's it. Absolute GOAT comment. I mean, if I'm, if you, what are you doing if you're if you work at PFF and you see that? Well, obviously, Geno Smith and Ryan Tannehill make those touchdown throws, especially the one to Justin Watson where he scrambles out of pressure and throws an absolute <laughs> bomb, forty-one <laughs> yards. Yeah, of course, Ryan Tannehill and Geno Smith are making that throw. Yeah. All right. Let's let's give out some hardware, huh? Uh, it's time for earning their arrowheads. Our second Chiefs victory party of the year. Uh, let's start with you, Sterling. Who's getting an arrowhead from you tonight for this? Watson, pick one. Yeah, pick a Watson. <laughs> pick a Watson. Come on, Watson. It, it doesn't take Sherlock to find a Watson here. There's two. Both of those dudes, they definitely get one. Congratulations to both of them. This is massive for for both those guys. Watson coming over from Tampa. Jalen Watson, obviously a seventh round rookie. Everyone was talking about the indifferent seventh round rookie, which typically is weird to talk about. But there was a different seventh round rookie who made a big impact. That's Jalen Watson. So congratulations to both of those two guys. How many? How many guys give out? As many as you want. Okay, I got three. Tommy Townsend deserves one. He was amazing. Yeah, he flipped the field constantly. Chris Jones was possessed. Okay, all these people who are like, oh, you know, I think he's all right, but he's overrated. Yeah. Watch that game. I mean, Chris Jones, by the end of the game, was basically like in Herbert's jersey with him. So, Chris Jones. And then I got – you know what, man? And I've, I've been as critical of him as anybody. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is playing his ass off right now. Yep. Guy had, a, I believe, 118 total yards. And multiple plays were like he got hit after an X, X amount of yards and just ran right through it and kept going. I mean, hell, that damn run he had for 52 yards, he got face masked on. Just kept trucking. CH deserves – a lot of a lot of praise, man. And I, like I said, I'll be the first one. I've been, you know, I've been disappointed in him. He's played his ass off the first two weeks. He keeps playing like that. He's gonna have a lot of fans in Kansas City. I agree, man. Uh, very excited for him. I got to give mine Travis Kelsey, man. I mean, what do we do without Travis Kelsey? Five receptions, fifty-one yards. You look at that stat line. You're you're thinking, oh well, maybe not not a typical Kelsey game. Man, he came up big a couple times when the Chiefs needed him to on those touchdown drives. This thing looks a lot worse. if Without Kelsey, Mahomes throws for under 200 yards. Think about that. Can, can um, I get with the Brendan Staley? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that man also earned his arrowhead tonight with just it, – it, him and Joe Lombardi, the offensive coordinator. So there's a stat that – again, I'm sure shocking. I'm not a huge analytics guy. I, I think some of it's helpful. I think a lot of it is, is just made-up nonsense. But look. There's a there's a target, and, and this is a real stat, like average depth of target, A dot. Okay, it's so just like how far is he throwing the ball. Herberts was under five yards tonight, which is insane. Like, the Chargers do this all the time. They throw short. It's usually his usually his A dot's like six, seven yards. I, like, you have Justin Herbert. What are you doing? Like, that's like if the Chiefs are just like, listen, Mahomes, we want you to swing out to the back 20 times a game and like hope for the best. Joe Lombardi earned his arrowhead all night, and Brendan Staley – being conservative as hell in the first half killed them. I don't think he was bad in the second half. First half of the game, we said on the halftime show, the Chiefs were reeling. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't block. They couldn't tackle. They couldn't get pressure. And Staley just kept letting them off the hook. Over and over. Punch, short field goal. Like, the Chargers had them down, and they let them up, and that was the game. Shout out to our guy, Justin Rose, uh, for the Super Chat. Thanks for the excellent content. As always, boys, Discord was popping tonight. Love the attic, fam. Go Chiefs. 
Love you too, brother. And that's what we're trying to do here is build a family of Chiefs fans at the Arrowhead Attic podcast. Uh, it's really awesome. So again, if you're interested in being part, you know, a little bit more beyond the show and, and helping support us and keep this thing going and help us keep bringing you more great content, consider becoming a sustaining member and getting in on the fun in the Discord channel. All right, uh, it's it, we're reaching the hour mark. It's time to 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 start moving towards the exit. Any you know, and I just want to say, enjoy this because now you get to go into this weekend of football. Monitor your fantasy team. Think about the difference if the Chiefs lose this game. You're miserable. It ruins your whole weekend. <laughs> Chiefs don't play again, right? I got to get at 7.30 to take my daughter to school. She oh, fuck you. School. I have to go to the DMV at 7 a.m. tomorrow, okay? I would love. You know what? I'll switch with you. Stay I'll take- away from my family. Like you, you, <laughs> you go to the DMV. You sit there. You think about what you did. You know, yeah. better yet, empty out a bottle of water, fill it up with Tito's, and just sit there and have a good time. Yeah. Oh, dude, I am fucking crushing vodka waters all day for that four hours of nonsense. Just not screaming and, at people. You know what? I, I, I'm now going to be a expired tag guy. That's who I am now. Just fuck it. Three years from now, yeah, I still got an expired tag. These things happen. Yeah, you're that guy. Yeah, so it could have been a miserable weekend for all of us. We all know, as my guy, my guy Jalen in the in the chat says, he's miserable when the Chiefs lose. I'm, I just, I'm, I'm so unhappy. Um, so I'll, I'll sleep well tonight as we head into this uh, weekend where we can just enjoy football. You know, the Chiefs are two and zero. They're in first place. No, no ESPN Sports Center quoted tweets this season of the Chiefs are in sole possession of last place in the AFC West. Get bent, ESPN. Uh, and uh, bow right. down to All the right. Kings. Get yeah. bent. Get bent. <laughs> you don't use get bent? It's so good. I'm more of a pound <laughs> sand or kick rocks type kick of guy, rock. but... Uh... You're a two scoops of ass kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, Sterling, my wife and I were, were, uh, were driving the other day and uh, I had the podcast on and we were listening to it and you, you, you threw out your classic two scoops of ass she was not really listening. You know, she's playing a game on her phone, like, why I fuck haven't listened to this cheese podcast. As soon as you said two scoops of ass, she literally laughed out loud. It was the only, only, only emotion she had the whole podcast. So <laughs> well done. Well done. You're getting her attention. Any final thoughts for the kingdom as we head into uh, a, Chiefs, uh, a Chiefs Red Friday, Victory Friday? Two games, two wins. Be happy. Enjoy your Friday. Sterling? First place in the AFC West. We knew it's going to be tough. One of the struggles is out of the way. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Indeed. No major injuries, it seems, from the... Conzo, I'm Matt Connor, and I'm ass. <laughs> That's an inside joke if you've been watching. The, the, I, do we ever actually find out what he was trying no, to say? Who cares? doesn't matter what he said. <laughs> One of the funniest things ever. All week, all week, make sure you're heading over to arrowheadaddict.com to get all of your Chiefs news, all the fallout from this game. They're writing it up right now. It'll be there all all day tomorrow on Friday and all throughout the course of the weekend. Um, and yeah, man, we will be back uh, tomorrow. Vertoram's got film Friday. That'll debut uh, on the Arrowhead Attic YouTube channel. Might even have an ask me anything. What's that? Might have a surprise. Ask me anything tomorrow. Might have a mailbag, additional mailbag oh, tomorrow. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get another live going. Um, let's, let's keep the good times rolling. Uh, all right, everybody, we've got to get out of here, get some sleep. So we will see you again, uh, again, tomorrow, Vertoram on the channel. We'll have some content going up and then uh, we'll be back next week with another week full of content shows, live shows on Tuesday, Wednesday, 
and Thursday as we start looking ahead to the Indianapolis Colts and Jonathan Taylor, who's a load. Uh, the Chiefs will get their run defense tested in that one. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for the support. Hit that thumbs up button on the way out, and we will see you very soon. But until then, go Chiefs. <laughs>